The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. AJ, you can kiss my fucking ass. You know that? You can you can kiss my ass. That's what you can do. We are not going to continually start this podcast off by the very first thing people hear is you mocking me. We're not going to do it. I refuse. It's too funny. It's too funny. Because I think that I, I think I do a really good impression of your voice. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't get paid to think. So don't Ladies think. and gentlemen. I haven't quite got the bass down yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> love. Love. Lust. Lust. And battle Anyway, what's going on, Lusties? It is the team from Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. I am CEO Hayes, and we have the lovely, the lovely, God, tongue-tied there, Miss uh, Badass Jones is in the building there. What's going on? Ah, talking about being tongue-tied. Man, I haven't had some good head in the longest time. Well, DC weekend like, is coming up. Okay, first of all, whatever. I haven't had, <laughs> I feel like I know what you're alluding to. So like, I want to cuss you and tell you too bad word, but I'm going to behave myself. So you need to old. tell me you're not going to get any hair while we're in DC. Tell that lie, I, AJ. You know what? Okay. So let me, let me not lie because I don't know who I might book or come across that might be a person of head interest. But as it stands right now, no, I don't have anybody lined up. I talked to one person who said that he wanted to come, but what? I'm not able for that distress him out. Just like dealing with him would be cool if his mentality was like my mentality where we just like, we link up, we do what we need to do and we, we go about our business. But there's always something more with him want and I don't want what him want. And you know, it just, it's a breed of stress that I'm just not able for. So if I could get some head or get some dick that came stress-free, yeah, then we'd be in business. We'd be rocking and rolling. But it just doesn't work out that way. So my original story was, I am overdue for some good head. Hello. I am overdue for some, like, good oral skills and sensation. You, you see, you don't love me. You don't love me because you're not looking out for my best interest to find somebody to come fulfill this need for me. How are you, my You just told me about it. What? This is not the first time I said it. You haven't found me anybody with pretty feet either. So, I mean. That's a lie, sir. Oh, that is a lie. Who? You know, who have you brought into my path with pretty feet? What? Who have you brought into my path with pretty feet? Well, I haven't brought them necessarily. Exactly. Hold on. Hold on. But I have okayed the ones that have come in your path. That's good. I'm gonna send you the penises to okay then since we're on that we're on that level. Okay? So since I'm- since 
since penises and feet are on equal ground. Since that, that's you value feet the way that I value penis. What? Okay. Well, I guess. It's fair. I mean, it's fair. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Um, but speaking ahead, it's funny because we got like a last minute. Um, someone wanted us to ask our listeners. I don't know if she wants me to say her name or not. So just for the interest of keeping her uh, anonymous, I'm not going to. But one of our dedicated listeners asked, and well, she said that she's having this issue with where her teeth are like starting to cut into her top lip. She doesn't know if she's giving too much head or whatnot, but she wants to know if there's a technique or something else she should be trying to keep her from running into this. To keep her top teeth for, for her teeth from cutting her top lip. Yeah. <laughs> I curl my, t- <laughs> I, um, I curl my, my lips. Shut up. I curl my lips over my teeth like that kind of, and I make sure that there's a lot of saliva in my mouth so that there's a smooth run in and out. Um, it's going to sound like a really strange thing to say, but I mean, like, <laughs> I hate you. The amount that your jaw opens is also a factor. So if your jaw is um, more, you almost have to relax your jaw and allow it to slide in and out while still maintaining a firm lip. And suction, if that makes any kind of sense. So she's sucking too hard. Is that what's happening? No, no. She may not be sucking too hard. She may just be, her mouth may not be wide enough. Oh. Because if you can open your mouth and, and drop your jaw in such a way that your teeth like that are down where your lip is covering your teeth. I can't believe we're doing a demo right now. We're not doing this shit on stage. <laughs> drop your jaw enough where your, your teeth are covering your mouth but your mouth is acting um like a smooth barrier as well you know what i mean and then like the you know your tongue does the rest of the work and the and the saliva and the suction and all that sort of stuff but i think it's really just about jaw control for me personally it's just about jaw control when i feel like my teeth are starting to graze or you get that weird chafing feeling on the inside of your mouth from your teeth all right well that's deep the ones for that that's a great word from the lovely badass jones so there you go um Take that for what you will. Um, let's get into our topics for this week, though. Who would have thought we would start off a show like that? Um, but this one is, should I continue to have casual sex with someone I'm in love with? Um, no, I, I think that you are. I think that when you do that, you're setting yourself up. You're, you're setting yourself up, basically, because it's like it's like people who feel like. You know, I can fuck somebody into a relationship or if I show them that I've got all these really great skills, they'll want to be in a relationship with me. Like if I cook for them, if I do their laundry, if I'm there for them, if I'm supportive, you know, if I continually let them know that I love them, they'll eventually change their mind. And for some people, you know, you're meant to be their friend and that's all they want. They don't want to have a romantic relationship with you. You romanticizing the relationship doesn't make it better and you throwing sex into the mix of trying to romanticize the relationship definitely doesn't make it better. You're going to end up hurting yourself and you're setting yourself up for failure, especially if there hasn't been a conversation about what it is that you feel and what you, what you desire and what it is that you want from that relationship. Um, if the person that you're having the casual sex with is taking it as only being casual and they're not reciprocating that feeling 
you're going to, you're going to end up getting hurt really and truly. So my, my advice, my opinion, yeah, you should stop having sex with the person that you're in love with. Have a conversation with them instead about where you are emotionally. Um, because then at least you'll know what your, your options are. You know, if, if you're flo- again, throwing sex into the mix as a way of hoping that that will make the person fall in love with you in return, it's a bad strategy. I, I've seen it fail time and time again. It's a really bad strategy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is that I I think I agree with what AJ said. Are you able to handle it as just casual? If you're using it like AJ mentioned to where you're thinking that it's going to eventually lead into a relationship, you're definitely setting yourself up for failure. Um, And I just think that's just a can of worms. Maybe 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 you need to let allow yourself to step back. And then see if you can do a, a friendship and then maybe a sexual. Fr- I, I don't I don't really know. But to say that you're in love with someone, that's that's strong. Not that you have love for them, not that you care for them or have feelings for them, that you're in love with them. If you really, really feel that way, having casual sex. It's dicey, like some people can make it work, but general gen- genuinely, I, I would just say no. Yeah. Because the thing is, I mean, I I feel like the hope is that the person will eventually love you back, you know, and you and I both know there are people who use sex as an attachment. They use sex as a way in. They use sex as a ploy. They use sex as a, a tool to deceive and convince and, you know, all these things, um, and to manipulate people, you know, um, people do it all the time. It's like, you hear those relationships where, you know, I know that I stayed too long, but the sex was really good. It seems like one of those kind of situations or it would turn into one of those kind of situations. Like, don't, I don't know. Don't do that to yourself. I don't know why people do that. Like, I don't know. I think there's something wrong with this. I've said this before. Like, I don't know that there are that many people who can just enjoy casual sex for the, the pleasure of it. Like, people attach all these really bad things to casual intimacy like oh my god it's so taboo like you should only be having sex with people that you're in love with and you should only be having sex with people that you're in a relationship with and you should only be having sex because there's all this bad energy that's transferred between you and them and you know the person that they slept with before and I'm like really don't be fucking yeah, people down. people make it too much than what it is but also i think that there's like these the people that um where was i gonna go with this the the ones that aren't able to that think that like if you're just having casual sex it should basically be bad like if you have really passionate sex that it's like well you can't have sex with me like that and expect me not to catch feelings this is sex it ain't got nothing i'm trying to show out every rip every so it's 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 none of this oh since it's just casual it should only be like this no fuck that fuck that um so yeah i don't i don't understand you know people are just weird maybe it is us maybe we're just weird about sex i always i always lay it at the feet of me growing up in europe because they're they are way more free sexually but you know you grew up in canada um and jamaica so it's like it's not really i I don't understand americans i really don't understand americans views on sex i just don't no i i agree there there are too many hang-ups for the wrong reasons and and so. we're having a live show in the nation's capital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna go and fuck with everybody's life and then leave. That, that's pretty much what's gonna happen. <laughs> that is that is exactly what's gonna happen, ma'am. Um, but all right, we're finished on that one. You ready to move to the next one? Yeah, I'm good. 
Alrighty, so this one is my partner wants to move in, wants me to move in with him and have kids. He also wants an open relationship and to be able to father children from other women if they choose to be single moms. I'm not comfortable with that. How can I express this without blocking him from getting what he wants? Sis. <laughs> You're worried about this man wants to run around and breed a bag of woman and have you as his permanent woman on top of that. And you're worried about his feelings getting hurt by telling him, no, bitch, what? What? Uh, I Listen, can't. God knows to never put a woman like this in my path. Because I, I just, I would run with this like, well, no, I wouldn't. I'm not having children with a bunch of people. But just the fact that you're even... Okay, open relationship is one thing. That's fine. I, I believe that people can be in a committed open relationship to where they they live their day to day with one person. They have their family, whatever. If you guys choose to have sex with other people, if that's what works for you, you can do it. But to add another layer on that, that he wants to be able to have children with these other women if they are so open to it, bruh. Like the fact that I I respect these dudes for the fact that they have even the balls to bring this up to a woman, like a. Bringing up an open relationship is already scary. But to say, yeah, you know what? I think we should have an open relationship, but I also want to be able to have kids with other people. Nigga! Hold on, hold on. He wants to make single mothers. He doesn't just want to have the kids. He wants to breed these women as long as (laughs) with these blood-clad single mothers. You missed that part there. Who raised these niggas? Seriously, who raised these niggas? They were dragged through the dirt like cavemen. They weren't raised. They were dragged. <laughs> them? That, oh my goodness me. Better you say you want to fuck a bagagyal and like you said, just have an open relationship. Stop talking about bringing children. These people who want to bring children into the world for no good reason, them demand that, they need to be castrated, plain and simple. <laughs> right? You want to have your woman, have her. You want to have your woman and have an open relationship and fuck other women, great. But you want to go the extra mile, my friend, with your slackness to, to, to create a bunch of single women because you want to father a tribe of people unnecessarily? Are you dumb? That's got to be the question of the day. Like, are you dumb? Where are these people coming up from? Hello. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Listen, I don't understand. And the thing is, like, seriously, I had to talk to somebody who just found our podcast and they were like, um, where do you find these people that like send in these eat? Cause they like caught up on a bunch of them. And I'm like, honestly, right hand to God. I know people probably think like we're soliciting these or maybe even that we're making these up. Listen, these are real motherfucking people. It surprises me every fucking week. Some of the emails that we get, just imagine some of the shit that people are afraid to send us, AJ. If this is the shit that we get freely, imagine the shit people are like, you know what? I'm probably not even going to send that to them. I, okay, so let me wheel it back. You remember the anonymous one that we got from a manly man talking yeah. his shit? Oh, like, yeah. People, these people really and truly exist and they're bold and they're bossy with their questions. But you're right. Like, if this is the craziness that we get, could you imagine the people who are sitting at home thinking, I really want to ask them, but I don't know. Like... <laughs> Maybe I can wait a couple of weeks and see if there's like a worse person that comes in that matches the person that I want to ask because I don't want to be the only one out there. You, there I, I guarantee you there are people sitting at home thinking thinking this because she, yo, she wants to know how she can give him what he wants without blocking him. That, that's your preoccupation. Young lady, young lady, just leave. Find yourself a man that just wants... 
even find yourself a man that wants to be in a polyamorous relationship where it's you and him and an ex-woman. Don't, don't, don't stay with this. He's a piece of shit. This man wants to walk street and drop semen in any woman he feels like. And good. The simple fact that he's saying that he wants to create a bag of single mothers and you want to stay with him because you feel like you're going to be wife and you're going to be at the top of the tier. Girlfriend, it's not a pyramid scheme. Don't act crazy. Don't act crazy. It's not a pyramid. You're not at the top of the pyramid. You're not at the top of any food chain. The man is disrespectful. And he's blatant with the disrespect. That's what I understand. That's the part I understand. He's blatant with the disrespect to tell you that he wants to have her over and have children with you, but breed a whole other set of women that he doesn't want to take care of. He just wants to give them kids, like the gift that keeps on giving. Are you? Ooh, I know I should have smoked a spliff before we started this. God, no. I really, I should have. I should have. And I didn't, but I should have. Hey, everybody makes bad decisions. Um, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, I, I just. I can't like I can't fathom in what world is this okay to someone that's that's wild and not not even that he want he wants to create single mothers like you said so he doesn't even plan on being in the kids something's not right like I, something is not right in that's, this man's head that's like the guy that we did when we did the episode a dollar 49 worth of dick or something like that oh, yeah. the guy that had maga children with these women and kept having these kids with and couldn't afford to pay child support. So everyone was legitimately getting a dollar forty-nine a month in child support. Not even enough for a happy meal. Not even enough for something on the singles menu at Casa. That maybe something on the singles menu, but just one item. So you could either get a hamburger and no drink, or fries and no drink, or the drink and nothing else. You understand? You and the crazy thing is, CJ, it's it's not even so much him, but there are women out there who would say, you know what, yeah, this isn't such a bad thing. Because they feel like he'll eventually come around or he'll eventually, like, you know, giving in some kind of way. Like, these are the things that people convince themselves of. Nah, boss, that don't make it. That don't make it at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. People, I I don't even know what to say. Um, Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and skip right on past that one. We're done with that one. I think we spent enough time on that one. Um, Let's go ahead and go into the next one. This, this next listener question, I'll read this one, is I'm in a married to someone that what maybe it's just i'm married i'm married to someone that neither my parents nor my friends approve of he has cheated on me a couple of times and before we got married he cheated on me with a woman that he got pregnant though he denies the child it is his at this point we are two years into our marriage six years into our relationship overall i know our relationship is unbalanced but i love him and i also don't want to be stuck in a situation of having to hear i told you so from the rest of for the rest of my life from my family and friends the idea of having to start all start all over in dating and getting to know anyone anyone scares me i feel like it's better to stay with the devil that i already know thanks for listening listen motherfucker um so first of all let's break this down so you said that First of all, it's hearing I told you so is worse is worse than is better than being in this fucking situation that you're in. Also, the idea of having to start over again, you're already going into it wrong. You shouldn't even be thinking about getting to know anyone else. You need to heal yourself. 
You need to heal for your children. If you have some, you need to get that shit together before you even worry about. Of course, it seems daunting to think about getting into a relationship with someone else. Look at look at what you've been through. But in my opinion, that shouldn't even be in your mind right now. You need to be worried about you. And this the shit that he's put you through is fucking disgusting. Uh, to call it unbalanced is even a, a gross understatement. This is this is more than unbalanced. This shit is tipped over. This is damn near Thanos with the snap. Like this shit has been decimated. Like it's not even just unbalanced. Um so like it needs to get together. Like it, you you need to allow for your time for yourself to heal from this for your time your, yourself to get over these things that have happened to you and what you've been through. This man cheated on you and got someone pregnant right before you got married. Just think about that. And worrying about your family. I think so many people stay in not just relationships, but stay in worse situations because they don't want to hear I told you so. Like, what are you proving? So, okay, you don't want to hear you to- I told you so. So you're sitting there being miserable. You really showed them. I, I mean, funny enough, I know someone that was in a situation kind of sort of like this, similar to it. And she she comes from a family of women who stay with men because it's their obligation. Um, So like, she thinks that she has a sibling who is the same age as her that's never actually been introduced to her by a woman that her dad has had a relationship with for probably the last 30 years. And her her dad has brought her and her siblings to this woman's home and had them play with the, the, the boy, you know, and she said as she got older, she realized that the child is her dad's child, but no one has ever said it. And the crazier part is that her mother knows. And her mother has just stayed, you know, she consequently got into a relationship with someone that she knew was doing her dirty and because the ball had already gotten rolling and, you know, she has the example of her mom, her mom just kind of stayed put. She stayed as well. Hers and both of her sisters have done the same thing. It's the craziest family dynamic I've ever, and the craziest and most toxic family dynamic I've ever come across where it's, it's a family of women who stay in shitty situations because somehow that's just the expectation. Like that's just crazy to me. You know, I don't understand why people don't value themselves, why they don't value their own emotional, mental, and physical well-being. I don't, I, I honestly am baffled by it. You know, at the risk of hearing somebody in your family say, hmm, I told you you should have left that dirt, that dirty bum. Hmm, I told you you should have left him. Hmm, I told you he was a dirty nigger. You know what? Hug that. And like CJ said, heal, go get counseling, you know, forget about starting over again with somebody else. Start over again with yourself and get to a better place emotionally and mentally and, and, and get to a place of understanding and recognition that you deserve better than that. You want to stay with somebody for the sake of appearances. You want to stay with somebody for the sake of being Mrs. Somebody. You want to stay with somebody for the sake of not having to hear people chat and tell you, Oh, you were wrong. Bitch, you already know that you were wrong. The simple fact that you sent in this question or sent in, you know, this for us to discuss, you know that you're wrong in staying. So why not take that next step to do something positive for yourself and come out of that situation? You know, at some point in time, it's going to come up that this child is actually his. And then, then what, you know, you're stuck with that for the rest of your life. And who even knows 
if there's anybody else out there that he breed or whoever else that he's with, you're saying that this, this man has cheated on you several times. Why would you willfully choose that? Why would you choose that for yourself? Why would you not choose something better and greater and more positive for yourself? I just say, I'd rather be single than be in a relationship where I'm miserable with another person because that, that equation just doesn't blood clot add up. No time in life. Not that's like adding one and three and trying to get two. It doesn't work. It it, it just doesn't add up. No time. You're right. I mean, the thing is, people stay like, I don't know. The fact is that you you know you shouldn't be in that situation. You you fuck your family, fuck all them. It doesn't matter. This is about you. And I think why why as a culture we always so worried about what the fuck somebody else has to say or whatever. It doesn't matter. I always say I have the saying. Whatever else someone thinks or feels about you, when you really think about it, it's none of your fucking business. It's what you think about you. And if you think this is a good situation, you need more help than what we even can give you or to to suggest here. This is not a good situation for you. So fuck what anybody else has to say about it. You need to take care of you. I can't remember if she says she has kids or not of your own. If you do, you need to think about them also. They can't be good seeing you in this situation. If you don't have kids... Thank to God that you can cut all ties with this man and never have to see him again if you don't have children. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's another thing that's crazy. People people stay because they, oh, I'm staying for the kids. No, you're not doing them any favors. Exactly. You're, you're not doing any favors by staying for them. And if you think that kids are unaware or that they're oblivious and they really don't see what's going on, trust me, <laughs> they do. They absolutely do. They can feel the tension in the house. They can feel, you know, they can hear the arguments when you think they're not hearing the arguments. When you're having the quiet discussions behind closed doors, now they hear all that shit. And they see it and they feel it. As children, they may stay in their place and not say anything, but you're not doing your kids any favors by staying, really and truly you're not. 100% fact. Well, we had a lot of fun. I know that last one was pretty deep too, but this next one is going to get pretty serious. AJ. Yeah. So the precursor to this, CJ and I had a conversation last week uh, or the week before about doing a heavier sort of discussion, Um, you know, and and we debated a little. Well, I debated it more. So CJ's like, no, no, we should do it. Um, Just, you know, given the fact that uh, next week is the live and all that sort of stuff and trying to keep the vibe happy and, you know, peaceful and all them things there. Um, But there's an article that I came across and there's a conversation that I had separate to that uh, about with someone and it was centered around rape. Uh, so this next discussion that we're gonna have, part and parcel is about a very tragic situation that happened and then an even more tragic situation that happened. So on a, on a personal level, a friend of mine, she's in a relationship where um, recently she had intimacies with her boyfriend, um, more so out of obligation and she said that he took her. And when I asked what she meant, she said, you know, they were there on the couch and he wanted to, and she didn't want to, and he kind of pushed the issue and she sort of let him. And, you know, when everything was said and done, she was upset and she was laying down on the couch crying. And he got up to go get dressed and, you know, he was going to leave. And then he came back and realized that she was laying down crying. And in his attempt to comfort her, he forced her to have sex with him. And I didn't really quite, I still don't quite grasp what that meant. But when I asked her, she said, you know, when she asked him about her, she had the conversation about, he said that he was trying to make her feel better and comfort her 
by having sex with her because that's what makes him feel better. Does that make sense? No. No, it doesn't. Um, I think that in the, they're in a relationship, right? They're in a relationship, yeah. And apparently, it's not the first thing that's it's happened. But she doesn't she doesn't know how to process it because then afterwards, she says like he's the most loving and kind and gentle person, but he's so sexually and physically aggressive with her that even when she says no, he's not listening to her. He never listens to her. You know, he feels like she's playing hard to get because somewhere in his life. Some adult male told him that when a woman tells you no, she's not really saying no. It's the way that women just are. They play hard to get, and so they just say no. But then as a man, it's your responsibility to just give it to her because that's what she really wants. That's scary. Yeah. Um, and I think people need to realize that you can absolutely be sexually assaulted while in a relationship. No means no, regardless of that. And I think that a lot of people feel like they can't say no because they're in a relationship or, or that they wouldn't be believed because they're in a relationship. And no, that's false. Um, but outside of that, I would say that I don't care how loving and caring and gentle he is in regular life. He has something that he needs to go and seek help with. There's obviously been something ingrained in him mentally to think that that type of action is okay. And no matter how much you care for him, no matter how much you love him, no matter how gentle he is in day to day, that's not going to go away until he goes and seeks help. He doesn't even realize that that's an issue. I guarantee you, if you brought it to him and said, you know, you technically raped me, he would, he would be flabbergasted as to why you would call it that. And that is what's happening here. Um, so I, I additionally asked her, you know, like he, she's not the first relationship that he's been in, you know, um, every woman that he's been with for the last, say, six or seven years has broken up with him because of this type of behavior. They don't say anything, you know, they haven't reported anything, they haven't gone anywhere, but fear, fear has made them end their relationship with him and, and he's very hostile, he's been very hostile when it happens. So he's not the kind of person where you can break up with him and try to be friends with him after, after. He's very, he's very hostile, you know, and again, you know, he doesn't see, he really and truly does not see how destructive his behavior is, not to just the women that he's assaulted within his relationships, but also to himself, you know, because no one's reported him yet, because there hasn't been any real consequence, because there hasn't been any sort of real penalty, you know, even with her, she's struggling with deciding whether or not she should report it you know she said that she went went to her doctor just to be checked and what have you not so much for um you know anything sexually transmitted because she it, it's really weird like she believes that he's faithful to her just because of the type of person that he is and the way that he speaks in his integrity but she also went to check because she felt like damage had been done to her physically and she had vaginal tearing and even her doctor was concerned like and asked her if she was assaulted and she said no her boy, her boy, she said, my boyfriend was just a little aggressive when we were having sex and that's how come I tore. And then her doctor reminded her that that's not the first time she's had vaginal tearing and asked her like, is there something else going on? And she still denied it. And with me talking to her and her agreeing to allow me to have this discussion with you about it, you know, her biggest thing is that she's embarrassed. And she doesn't know what to say. She doesn't know what to feel. She doesn't know what to do because she's never experienced something like this. So CJ, like from a man's perspective, you know, if you're, if you're one of your sisters came and she expressed this to you, I kind of already know what you're going to say, 
But what advice would you give her? Like, you know, she somebody's got to die. There's no advice. Like, uh, advice is one thing, but first, someone has to die. Okay, so after they they have to die. After they're dead, <laughs> okay. What, what would be my after, advice? Yeah, like re- like really and truly. I mean, for her and also for him, because he's just he's somewhere off in his head where he just doesn't see it and doesn't get it. Like he feels like what he's giving her is love. He needs to seek help. No, all jokes aside, he needs to go and seek. It, it, that's deep-rooted. Like, there's nothing that you can do with just you. He really has to go and seek counseling. Like, period, point blank. There's nothing about that. Maybe a team of them. And I don't even say that to make fun or, or be a joke. But seriously, you got to think, it's, it's something psychological that's been ingrained in him because someone in his life told him that that's how he should interact with women. You got to deprogram yourself on top of that. And then you have to learn, like, the the right way a man should sexually interact with a woman there's a lot to unpack there and that's not even going at a and that's just surface level so that's not even counting what's deeper underneath that and to rewire his brain and all that there's going to take a, a lot of time to get that to where it needs to be but then how do you even convince someone like that that what they've done is wrong like they look you dead in the face and they say to you but i love her i didn't hurt her you know, I know that she needed for me to comfort her. And so I had sex with her to comfort her because I know that's what she needed. Like, I, I don't know, like, to, uh, man, I would not like to be his therapist because A, trying to convince him that he needs therapy and that something is actually wrong with his actions and the way that he thinks and, and the way that he processes that particular part of his existence, that in and of itself is work. Like, how do you, you'd have to literally drag him kicking and screaming, or you'd have to set up one of those things like you see on TV when people are addicted to drugs and they do the intervention and have a whole heap of people come say, I love what you're doing is wrong. Not like, not to joke, but it almost feels like it would need to be one of those kind of situations in order to get him through the door. But even deeper than that, his dad needs counseling because if his father thinks that way and that's what his father taught him, someone taught his dad that that's a generational thing. You understand? That's, that's not something that his dad just woke up one day and thought to himself, someone taught him that it, it's like that, that person that wrote in is what sits this, the same manly man that wrote in because he believes that a woman has a place and she protect discipline and she protect beating because that's a woman's role, much like children. Yeah responsibility is to discipline the woman and give her what she needs and tell her what she needs and let her know how she's supposed to govern and conduct herself. And he yeah. believes that to his core. Yeah, he compared hitting his woman with disciplining a child. So and you couldn't tell him that he's wrong. You know, it's like the Twitter beef that we let me not call it Twitter beef. The Twitter back and forth discussion we have today with certain uncertain people, you just can't convince people like that of anything. You know, whatever their opinion and their thought is, they're not open to anybody's perspective but their own, and they live in a tight fucking bubble. And those kind of people, somebody hurt them real bad, or they got some shitty advice their whole life, where they just think that, yes, this is the way that it is. Those kind of people, boy. I don't think there's enough counseling on the planet for those kind of people. Yeah. Well, so with that situation, I had said that there's a, a bad situation and then there's a worse situation. So there's an article I came across on Twitter that is just horrific. And again, centered around rape. 
So in Bangladesh, there's a 19-year-old student who was doused with kerosene and set on fire and burned to death because she reported a sexual assault. The headmaster of her college sexually assaulted her. And she and her family went to the police station to report this. And when other people of the college that she's attending found out, they basically corralled her and tried to convince her, not tried to threaten her into retracting the statement. And when she refused to do it, they set her on fire and burned her to death and ended this young lady's life. So not only did she have to suffer at the hands of this disgusting, dirty, slack man, for rape. They ended her life because she chose to value herself and stand up for herself. And I think the thing with this is like, and it's like with um, Indian women. I know that there was a long thing in India where men were throwing acid on women when they would come forth with stuff like this. Um, it's 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 disgusting and it's, it's a scare tactic. And unfortunately, this young woman lost her life. But this is why we need to take sexual assault and and all that seriously this is why we need to wake up to this like and i'm glad that we're getting to that point in this country but that needs to be spread worldwide because there is no reason this woman should have lost her life after already what she'd been through for her for her to be set on fire because she had the nerve to speak out as a woman come on man like i don't understand how your heart cannot go out to to her and her family in this case and it just makes you realize like how far how much further ahead, even though that we're behind in this country with sexual assault and taking it more seriously, how much further behind us that other countries are still in the, especially countries where like, um, uh, other religions, I'm, I'm at a loss uh, of the religion I wanted to speak on now are kind of at the forefront because they have this whole kind of outlook on that women are property. And because of that, you see stuff like this happening. Yes. But even the police that um, she reported to, they told her, like, it's no big deal. You know, and it's exactly like you said, there's still this societal norm that, you know, women are property or much like in my in my friend's case, my girlfriend's case, that, you know, men have a right to your body more so than you have a right to your body. And that's just crazy on so many different levels, you know, And and I think about like these individuals. So when you have daughters what do you teach your daughters? You know, that they're they're not valued and they're not worth anything. And that, you know, I, I remember a while back, somebody that you had that was a guest on one of your podcasts believed that women are on women are less valued than men, that men are stronger than women, that men are better than women, and a whole host of other things. I was like, Bridget, where the fuck do you come from? Like, where is it that you you live? You are birthed from a woman. And it's like these things are overlooked because, okay, well, you know, yeah, physically you're stronger and all that sort of stuff. But I guarantee you, if you have to flip positions with a woman to give birth, half the population would be decimated if men had to give birth to children. I guarantee you. Because they'd be like, yo, boss, you don't want none of that, you know, the pain hot. Trust me, the pain hot. You don't want that. And then you're... you're, you're up, you can't sleep. It's uncomfortable. Your dog, don't go there. Don't let her breed you. Half the planet would be decimated. The population would be decimated if men had to get like when you look at look at it from strength in, in that in that way, you know what I mean? It doesn't make you a man to rape a woman. 
it doesn't make you a man to hold down a woman and, and give her something that you feel like you should give her or take something from her that you have no right to take because you feel like you should be able to because it's yours or because you're stronger than her or because her position and station in life doesn't matter. Like, fuck you and your stupid opinion. You know, these men right now who are walking around butthurt, who've been emotionally hurt by a woman that they were in love with, they build these these protective walls around themselves with this this what they feel is like their god driven given right to be assholes towards our gender because they see us as being weak. No, fuck you. You're the ones who are weak. When you do some bullshit like this and somebody's life because they chose to stand up to you, you're the weak one. When you choose to rape a woman or take something from her sexually because you feel like you have the right to give that to her, no, fuck you again. Fuck you entirely. You see men them like that? CJ, God, no. I want there to be a place where, where there's a woman who has a strap on the size of my forearm or the size of an infant dick and just hold them and peg the blood clot out of them. Trust me. So they can understand what it feels like to be disrespected, what it feels like to be humiliated, what it feels like to be eaten, to, to not be heard, what it feels like to be there crying in pain and there's not a fucking thing that you can do. Trust me, if I could put the strap on on personally and peg these men, what? I think that's a service I need to start offering to these women who have been abused by men. CJ, me and you do like a snatch and grab. We have a little warehouse somewhere. <laughs> tie the And out comes AJ with the big dick strap on. <laughs> Sorry, not to not to joke, you know, but but I feel like there needs to be more punishment and, and punishment for those people, and it's really sad and unfortunate, <clears throat> you know. One that these women feel so much fear. Two that they're wrestling with, trying like especially with my friend, trying to balance and understand the way that he loves versus the way that love should actually be. You know, there are a lot of people who use the word love idly. All the time, you know, and because he's raped you and then brings you flowers the next day and takes you out to a nice restaurant, it doesn't balance out the equation. Yeah. You understand? You know, because he's raped you and then he buys you a diamond necklace and and takes you to Tiffany's and buys you some red bottoms, it doesn't balance out the equation. It really and truly doesn't. Something is wrong with him. Sis, I love you. Something is wrong with your man. And before he does more serious damage, beg you, please. You need to leave that situation. I, I, I get that it may be hard, but you can't come back from death. Yeah. That's, I, I, hey, I think that's the title of this episode. You can't come back from death. That's it. <laughs> Why don't we do this every week? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 for real. Um, but hey, I that's all I got, AJ. You got anything left? No, I'm done. I, I almost feel like we need to apologize to our listeners because I know that we, you know, we laugh, we joke, we talk the fuckery, we do, you know, these every now and again we have something serious that we come across. But I just I felt this was really important, and when I brought to CJ, brought it to CJ, he was like, we definitely need to talk about this, and I love and appreciate you for the support because honestly, I was hemming and hawing about. You, you know, when I message you, I'm like, I don't know if we should do this one because it's really heavy. You're like, fuck all that. We're going to do it. Heavy or not, <laughs> we're doing it. Well, um, so I, I appreciate that you are supportive that way and that, you know, 
you always hear my voice. You always understand me. And even when you don't understand me, we have conversations till we get to a place of understanding, you know? There needs to be more of that in the world. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's it for this week's episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So I know we are ending kind of on a series thing, but we're going to pick the energy just back up. So before we go out, um, of course, our live show is next weekend. And so we are not going to have a full episode next week. I'm kicking around a few different ideas. So I know I talked, AJ, and this this is, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot. Let me apologize now. So I was thinking about doing a clip show where I was going to take some of our favorite moments from the past year and a half of of Love us and badass soul and put it together. Or we can do a much shorter, probably five to ten minute pep rally for the live show. I like that. So I like that rally. Rah rah, sis boom ba. Like <laughs> yeah, something like that. So uh, let, let us know how you feel about it. What do you guys think? What what would you prefer? I know a lot of people are just now uh coming on to the podcast with the announcement of the live show. So, you know, maybe a clip show would be a nice way for them to catch up. Or maybe everyone just wants more of a pep rally type thing. Um, so just let me know how you guys, either way, you're going to get an episode next week. It's just not going to be a full episode. If you want your full episode, you got to be in D.C. at Cool and Deadly Unadulterated Fuckery 3.0 um, in D.C. AJ, any parting words, anything before we leave? Um, before we go, I just want to say that um, for anyone who's purchased a ticket already or anyone who's going to be purchasing a ticket, when you go to our event, our Eventbrite, um, there within the link, uh, it had the old name of the venue, but I've changed it to just the title of our event. The address is still the same. The venue is still the same. It's on the, on the upstairs level. Um, it's just the restaurant that used to be there. Um, I think it's stars and shamrock or shamrock and something or other. It no longer exists, but the venue is still there. It is still happening. So please don't think that, um, you know, it's, it's not at that venue. The venue that's listed on the ticket is the venue that it's going to be at. And, um, you know, for anyone who's gotten a ticket already, thank you so much for anyone who is still coming to the show and buying tickets at the door. We look forward to seeing everyone. Uh, it's going to be really exciting as you know, CJ said, it's our first live. Um, there's a meet and greet from six to seven, you know, we're doing live from seven to nine. We're going to be playing games with the audience. It's going to be really interactive and fun. And then of course, um, there's going to be the after party and, you know, give everyone an opportunity to talk to us one-on-one and take pictures and just socialize. Um, we don't have a lot of guys who have purchased tickets. So gentlemen, if you are looking for a grown and sexy event to attend with some grown and sexy women who will be attending, this is the event that you do not want to miss. It's getting a lot of buzz in DC. Like it's just the turnip is going to be great. You know, put on your good, good clothes, groom up your beard, rub in your beard oil, get your waves on fleek. Do people say on fleek anymore? I'm not, I'm not even not. But you know, come cool and deadly, unadulterated fuckery 3.0. It is the show that you want to be at because it is going to be. but yeah it's going to be an amazing amazing show make sure you guys show up make sure you guys show out like aj said we need more men in the building um because literally 90 percent of the tickets are all women and there are some gorgeous gorgeous women coming to this event i started to do a thing where i was gonna like post pictures of the women that were i didn't feel like asking for permission so i just didn't do it um but when i say this you know, I don't use the word gorgeous lightly. I'll use pretty. I'll use cute. I don't use the word gorgeous very, 
very often. There are some gorgeous fucking women who are going to be in the building. So if you are a single man and you want to just see some beautiful women out in their best, come to this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, AJ, that's it. Tell the people where they can find us. Uh, you can find us on our social media platforms, uh, Love, Lust, and BAS, both on Instagram and Twitter. You can catch our episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Twitter, Spreaker, and Anchor. Um, they're all listed there. We do also have some older episodes on Google Play. If you want to email us, you can reach us at lustmbas, all one word, at yahoo.com. And you can also call us. CJ will give you our phone number. Please, people, stop call because you're not going to get me and ain't nobody going to talk to me but CJ. Um, you can find me personally on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And I'm also on Twitter at that Jones kid, AJ one. <laughs> all right. And just to update that, we actually, all of our episodes are back on Google play now. So I got all, uh, so new episodes, old episodes for a while there. We weren't Google play was giving us some trouble. We didn't have really many listeners through Google play, but I went ahead and updated it, especially leading up to this live show. I wanted us, our full catalog to be available everywhere. So we are back fully on Google play. We were always on Google podcast, which is a separate app. They need to get that shit together, but now we're on both. Um, but the number is 614-547-2039. That's 614-547-2039. 2039. I am CEO Hayes. You can follow me at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. We will see you lovely and sexy bitches in DC. Peace. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Back at you. Bad girl. Is it bad that wow. I never met? Yeah, cause real niggas just want uh-huh. So it seems that we caught up in the wrong thing